On July 13, 2016, someone shot and killed 21-year-old Kenshin Ward in Marquette Park in Chicago, Illinois. A few people, including 20-year-old Shante Bohannon, witnessed the murder, but were unable to see the killer's face. Then, 11 days later, on July 24, 2016, Shante vanished. After failing to contact home, she was reported missing by her parents. Police received an anonymous tip a few days after, leading them to find her body inside a garbage can inside a condemned garage. There was silence on both of these cases for a few months, until December 18, 2016, when 33-year-old Joanna Wright was kidnapped in plain day, forced into a car by three or four men after taking a walk near her home, also in Marquette Park. At this point, community activists were convinced these murders and kidnappings were not spontaneous. Then, less than a year later, on October 9, 2017, yet another Marquette Park resident went missing, 26-year-old Marlo Gully. He was last seen near the house where Shantae was last seen before she was reported missing. In the span of less than 15 months, four residents of Marquette Park in Chicago, Illinois, were taken and or killed. Four residents who all knew each other. Let's break down the details. Secrets of the Trees presents the unsolved murders of Kenshin Ward and Shantae Bohannon and the disappearances of Joanna Wright and Marlo Gully. Today, we're covering four unsolved cases, and as usual with the cases we discuss, there are little to no specifics available. There are also contradicting pieces of information, which we will cover. These crimes took place in an area called Chicago Lawn in Chicago, Illinois. The locals, however, call Chicago Lawn Market Park because the 300 acres of parkland by that name, which largely encompasses the southern portion of the neighborhood. There aren't many details on Kenshan other than his age, date and location where he was killed, and manner in which he died. It was about 3.44pm when the murder occurred, he was shot several times in the chest, and was pronounced dead at the scene. According to investigators, the motive is unknown. Several individuals witnessed the murder, including 20-year-old Shante Bohannon, who was actually Kenshin's girlfriend. Before we continue, I want to make it clear that it is not known if statements were taken from those who witnessed Kenshin's murder. According to Tammy Pittman, Shante's mother, that morning on Sunday, July 24, 2016, she asked Shante if she wanted to go with her to church, to which Shante replied that she would be instead going to a friend's house and she would call her mother later when she got off work, except the call never came. Upon not receiving that call from her daughter, Tammy began frantically calling Shantae's phone, which went straight to voicemail. Then, she found out that Shantae had not shown up for work that day. Tammy then went straight to the police department and filed a missing persons report. Here is where there are conflicting reports. According to many of the news articles I read, police received an anonymous report telling them to check out a condemned garage where her body was found inside a garbage can. According to Case Files Chicago, a homeowner overheard his neighbor's dogs barking more than usual and he decided to go check out a garage he admittedly doesn't check out often, which I guess he means he owns the garage but didn't use it much. When he looked around, he found Shantae's body. There was no mention of her being found in a garbage bin. Then, on December 18, 2016, Joanna Wright was abducted by three or four men who forced her into a car in broad daylight. A witness called police and recounted they saw a woman being forced into a new blue Mazda with Ohio plates. The woman was apparently screaming and then trying her hardest to fight the men, but in the end, they overpowered her and drove off with her in the car. That was the last anyone saw her. The witness was able to take down the license plate, however, no follow-up information was revealed as to if anything came of these plates. Investigators did not, and still do not know outright, if it had been Joanna who had been kidnapped that day. 
Joanna's girlfriend had grown worried after not hearing from her and contacted the Chicago Police Department, which then caused them to make the connection, citing that the evidence strongly suggested the female kidnapped victim was Joanna. To this day, Joanna has not been found. Almost 10 months later, Marlo Gully disappeared. When he failed to show up at his girlfriend's sonogram appointment, she instantly knew something was wrong and contacted authorities. Marla was last seen near the house where Shante was last seen before she was reported missing, located on the same street where Joanna was kidnapped. It also came to light that Marlo was one of the witnesses to Kenshawn's murder. A search was apparently conducted for Marlo, but he was never seen again. Some of the articles I read stated that law enforcement doesn't believe these cases are linked, which I personally think is crazy. Another article by ABC7, published on October 25th, 2017, stated that the police have refused to speculate about any motivation and will not confirm if the cases are connected. There has been no movement in these cases for years. It is baffling to me that there are four individuals involved in a string of murders and or disappearances, and there is such little information and no coverage, and they all knew each other. Is it possible the four of them witnessed something they shouldn't have? Is it possible the four of them stumbled onto something they shouldn't have? During Kenshan's murder, is it possible that Shantae and Marlo did see the shooter's face and stated they didn't out of fear of reprisal? Or maybe they saw some kind of identifying mark on the shooter, perhaps a scar or tattoo, and made the connection of who the killer was? We don't know if Joanna was one of the witnesses on the day Kenshan was murdered. That information was not made clear to the public. What happened to the other witnesses who saw Kenshan's murder? As far as we know, no witness statements were taken. Perhaps if the other witnesses were identified, their identities have been kept secret to ensure their safety. Based on the theories I've read, many have speculated this may have been gang-affiliated due to the proximity of rougher neighborhoods around Chicago. When I say gang-affiliated, I want to be clear that I am not stating that any of these individuals were in a gang or were associated with gang members. I am saying it is very possible they may have seen a gang-related incident or crime take place and they were silenced. The pace for violence in the Chicago area appears to continue growing, but the bar for solving cases is getting left behind. In a January 2022 article published by NBC Chicago, the year of 2021 ended as one of the most violent on record in Chicago as a rise in the number of shootings left more people dead than in any single year in a quarter century, according to the statistics released by the police department. According to the department, 2021 ended with 797 homicides, that is 25 more than were recorded in 2020, 299 more than in 2019, and the most since 1996. And there were 3,561 shooting incidents in 2021, which is just over 300 more than were recorded in 2020, and a staggering 1,415 more shooting incidents than were recorded in the city in 2019. An earlier article published in August 2021 by the Chicago Sun-Times touched on the alarming rates of mass shootings and the shortcomings of police, stating, Despite the skyrocketing number of shootings, wounding four more people in the city, the Chicago Police Department's chief of detectives said, Solving the cases isn't prioritized over other shootings. The article's authors go on to say, in regards to a recent case where there was a large number of witnesses and surviving victims, yet no arrests have been made, that it is all too common in Chicago, where police say they do not prioritize the cases, despite the especially harsh toll such shootings have on a community. 
After conducting an analysis of city data and court records, the Sun-Times found that only one person has been charged in any of the at least 39 mass shootings so far as of August 2021. That amounts to charges in just 2% of this year's mass shootings, far below the police department's dismal 13% clearance rate for shootings overall, which is the lowest of any big city in the nation. The Sun-Times analysis further reveals that the lack of charges this year is all the more ominous because the number of mass shootings far outpaces each of the last five years. The police department retorted that mass shootings require more resources to solve, however, it doesn't appear that crime outside of mass shootings are going to be solved any faster. Given the prevalent violence across certain parts of Chicago, it is not a far-fetched theory to think that the murders and or disappearances of Kenshawn, Shantae, Joanna, and Marlo are linked to a gang or gang member. If you have any information on any of these cases, please contact the Chicago Police Department at 312-747-8380 or you can contact the Facebook pages that are still raising awareness on these murders and disappearances.